This is before Robbins showed up, so there's no ice cream in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, like the first time I ever saw this, I was like, oh my god, like it's like the kid from Big. <laughs> that was his last name, right? So I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, so I was like, like what? I didn't connect that. Yeah, like the Tom Hanks movie Big. Like the, the kid's oh name was god. Josh Baskin. And so I'm like looking at it like. <laughs> you know, that that casts this movie in a whole nother light. Really does. That I'm unprepared to deal with. Yeah, like I'm just like expecting like Baba to open his mouth and this little card comes out and be like, the yeah. wish is granted. <laughs> Once again, I'm your special guest host, Brooke. Bob will be back next week, but for now, you have to open your mind to me. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Alex, and last time I opened up my heart, there was just like a <laughs> sound. <laughs> With a lot of gurgling. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Andy, and hell is no longer a place that I carry with me because I got rid of all my credit cards. Oh. oh what's in your wallet, Andy? Just like- Random. A spider. <laughs> Damn. That was much better. <laughs> the worst joke. Well, in case everybody missed it last week, I'm Brooke, uh, and I'm uh, guest hosting uh, again this week for the for the. I was going to say the last time, but hopefully not the last time ever. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Bob will be back next week. But I come to you from my own podcast, Streaming Unicorn Podcast, and we're actually gearing up for our first episode of season two coming up next Monday, and on Streaming Unicorn. Uh, we're just three queer friends taking a look at streaming movies. So mostly making a bunch of inappropriate jokes. So it's kind of like this one. It's like, I'm, I was like, wait a minute. I lost track. Wait, which yeah. podcast are we talking about again? Exactly. Any yeah. number of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> so look us up on Facebook, Streaming Unicorn Podcast. Yay. The end. The end. So <laughs> this week we're doing Baskin. That's the uh, premiere film of Can Evernall, written by Can Evernall and Olga Kenna Kay. Starring Mehmet uh, Sarahuglu, uh, Gurkin Castle, Ergen Kuyuchu, uh, Muharin Barak, and Fatih Dorgos. <laughs> you Here's just hit me camp. up with two subtitled movies. Like, what's what's we the deal did. with that? <laughs> we just really, um, this what is actually a, an intervention about your literacy. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Disappointing. Oh. So this is this is a crazy ass movie. This is another oh my crazy God, it ass is. movie. Yeah. Um, this isn't fun crazy ass like how no, this, this is, is disturbing crazy ass. This is nasty. This movie is nasty. So I think this movie is super fun. So, I love this movie. I love this movie to death, but this movie is nasty. Like I, I finished this movie and I was like washing my hands, no lie, for like hours. Out out <laughs> like, spots. It was, it was all purell. And it wasn't even that it was like disturbing. It was like it's just so fucking grungy. I felt like shit People crawling dirty. on me. <laughs> like the like aphids in a scanner darkly or some shit. Like I'm just like tripping. <laughs> it's out. like you can't get the black plastic feel off of your skin. Yeah, oh, and no. I'm just like, oh. Just dirty mm, keys everywhere. Mm. Dirty keys. Just dirty keys. Yeah. Like, somebody's like nasty doorknobs, oh, everything. The whole place is decorated in like serial killer arts and crafts. There's like fucking hair mobiles with bones and meat <laughs> in them. Yes. And you're like, Oh God! It, it's a very so. I first so fun story. I I first saw this movie in theaters um, here in the Gateway locally, wow. and basically 
I knew nothing about it. And I used to go to midnight movies with my friend Chris uh, before he had three jobs and doesn't socialize. Um, so we would go to midnight movies. And he's like, oh, it looks really good. And I would usually just trust him. I didn't care. Whatever I see, I see. Um, I have no real movie limits. Like, unless it's a movie about vomit. And then I'll walk out and I have a problem with vomit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Trust me to find your one limit in, like, my first go. Huh? Seriously. Um, yeah. And I went with Bob, you know, who's not here, but he and Chris fell asleep. <laughs> and Bob had the Jimmy legs and walked out of the movie for most of it. The smoked. Jimmy legs? Yeah. He gets, like, Jimmy legs from some of his meds. Oh, so, like, okay. he has to get up and move around. And, I thought that was a snack. Well, <laughs> Could I have a big box of the movie. Jimmy legs? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that to be, like... <laughs> Is that like lady fingers, but fried and covered in caramel? Yes. Like, oh, God. <laughs> so it's just, so when I saw it, I loved it. Yeah. And then I think I've made one other person before Brooke, which I kind of uh, associatedly made you watch this, actually watch it. Other than that, Andy, you saw it on your own, I think. I, Yeah, because it was weird. I found it on Netflix completely at random, just sort of like browsing, looking for stuff. So you did this to yourself. Yeah, and I looked at it and I was like, wow, that's... <laughs> and I was, especially I was like, oh, wow, like a Turkish import. And I think I watched the trailer for it at some point. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. It just looked really nuts. And I'm like, okay, let's try it. And I did. And it was. <laughs> it still um, is. It still is. I'm, I mean, I remember loving it. And then I didn't watch it again for two years just because I was like... Yeah, you don't need to watch it again. No, it's like, yeah. It's imprinted know. on your brain. <laughs> it kind of is. Well, because, yeah, because it goes in through the little keyhole that's, like, <laughs> that's like right here on my forehead. Um, and by the way, getting a replacement key for that little lock, it is a bitch. You have to go to the dealer. It's, like, 175 bucks. It takes six weeks. They ship it to it's you. It's absolute hell. It really that's is I'm... hell. Is the mm. dealer at a police station? Because that would work with the hell joke. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know there were police stations in the Ottoman it's, Empire. Yeah. Like, apparently there were. Apparently I, they well, the had Empire, Like, was it The Ottoman days went a lot later than... I, yeah, I think the Ottoman Empire is still referring to, like, the early 1920s. Yeah. Is like, it? Yes. Yeah, because, like, no. the whole... See, this is why I'm not good at history. Like, yeah, because, like, Turkey all the way up through... Shit. The Ottoman Empire like collapsed in and kind of just self managed for a while. And yeah, because it was like just it was like the like just, just post World War One when they were yeah. still like getting really expansionist and they killed a bunch of Armenians, which they deny ever happened, and they killed a bunch of Assyrians, oh, which they also deny ever happened. <laughs> yeah, um, so really Baskin. Good. Yeah, <laughs> now they're all cheerful. So I have uh, one of my really good friends, Mary's husband, Korhan. Which funny side note. For, it took me six months to learn Korhan's name, and I always thought it was Ponfar. Okay. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. Um, does, do you know what Ponfar is no. on top of your head? That's the thing that, like, naked teenage Spock went through in Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> Ponfar is the Vulcan mating ritual that happens once every seven years. Thought, why did you think that was his name? I don't know. Every time she'd say it, she'd say Korhan, and in my head I just went Ponfar. And then I would say it to her. <laughs> And like, she never got it. She you're the worst. Like, yeah. She never got it. She was always like, why do you... No, his name's Korhan. In my head, I'm like, oh, shit. Ponfar's the Vulcan mating thing where they have sex every seven years. <laughs> shit, shit. It's like, so, I'm sorry. Are you, can you maybe, like, get your husband to, like, legally change his name to Vulcan? That is a really heat? strange Freudian slip. It's really like, weird. Really strange. So, Korhan, he is Turkish, grew up in Turkey, came yeah. here to do his master's degree in engineering. So, you know, music So, he's a degree. musician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only funny because Andy actually doesn't believe in this joke at all. Oh, no, but far be it for me to get in the way of a good joke. Um, I always meant to, since I've seen this movie, find Korhan and be like, please watch this. Oh, God. And tell me 
Is this, does this make sense to you who grew up in Turkey? The, like, yeah, is this extra special yeah, makes like, sense? Is this, like, is this like some cultural thing? That right. Be like, oh yeah, this is a folk tale in Turkey. And, and I've told Mary to have him watch it like 15 times and they always forget to do it. So I've <laughs> never gotten that information. For a minute I thought you said you had actually instructed her to have him watch it 15 times. No, just once. It's just, fine. Just, I'm like, also really interested yeah. in his reaction to their argument about whether it was 70 or 20% of Turkish people who <laughs> lose know. their virginity to animals. Like, it's 70. It's 20. <laughs> It's like they're real life having an argument about oh, that. This is, that was yeah, Go on, can fill us in. These, these are so bro. These are the broiest bro dudes I ever bro. I didn't realize quite that uh, the first time I saw it, I didn't realize that that conversation was foreshadowing. I yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Forgotten about that. They all Everything tell you was. How yeah, going to die. they all tell you. Yeah, even Apo. Yeah, well, Apo yeah. just has headaches. No, that's that's safety. Apple is the fairly kind of the hun- slightly hunky yes, daddy one he, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah he, he was the hunky about, daddy. He talks about being gluttonous. But that's true, he is. So he dies from his stomach. Yeah. Yeah, They all die, yeah. The one doesn't talk, so he dies from his throat. The one talks about food, so he dies from his stomach. And the one talks about, you know, at least he had sex with the possibly transvestite, transsexual uh, prostitute. Right? I mean, all positives aside, at least he chose to keep going. It did not stop him. There you go. (laughs) The only positive I can give him. Like, he dies horribly, and at least he didn't let it get in his way. What's really interesting is in the, because this this is actually, this movie is an expansion of a short movie that Cameron made in 2013. Yes, a 10 minute short film. Right. It's on Vimeo, actually. Is it? I didn't see it. I didn't see anything. The guy who plays, um, I forgot his name already, is it Yavuz? Yavush? Yeah. The, the, yeah a Yavush. lot of the, the leads are in this. Um, I, I think it was just him and the kid. Yeah, but that, who else is really in the short? Well, that's, um, yeah, the other cops are kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, but he doesn't, his character doesn't act like that in the short. There's oh, really? none of, no, no. There's no horrible homophobic, transphobic, um, talking about bestiality stuff. There's none of that stuff. Oh, no. no. Well, you have to add that in later. <clears throat> that doesn't come with your <laughs> the short. That's when you're beefing up the script. Exactly. Yeah, really. Yeah. No, the short the short kicks off the short kicks off at the weird van dance party. Oh. The weird Vanagon dance party that oh. they that they're having. The sing along. So yeah. It's yes. like Wayne's World has nothing the on very it. Very Turkish <laughs> sing along. Oh. Well they kind of shot this like a short, because it was like twenty eight yes. days they shot it. They didn't have yeah. permits for a lot of the places they were shooting, so they were afraid they were gonna get caught. They got, like did... naked people running around yeah. on set. <laughs> right. They did the sex scenes in the most conservative Muslim parts of Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Like the most conservative places. So they're like terrified they're gonna get caught. It worked for the film. Because oh, yeah. every actor in this movie is brand new. This is all of their first movies. Yeah. Oh, well, and they were convincingly nervous. Yes. So, they were yeah, appropriately works. nervous. They're like, Wait. Oh, oh I, I will say, Paul, my partner, felt bad. I know, right? That, that there was like a the was whole like, really? training conversation in there for another and it was Three out of four I, movies. I, I thought it was so funny at this moment. Oh, my God. Yeah, I totally, I was watching it, and I'm like, I didn't remember this until he starts talking, and then I went, oh, oh yeah, shit. that's right. He's about to tell a story about how he has sex with a... A uh, possibly transsexual prostitute. Who yeah. Who knows what she is. Right. But <laughs> I at the same time, I'm like, not so bad. He's like, is, is, is Brooke going to have to say something? And I'm like, well, Brooke can say something if she <laughs> wants. We don't hold it back from her. <laughs> right. I was just 
Fortunately, he also he also very explicitly was uh, being horribly homophobic as well. So we yeah, yeah, yeah. all bases are covered. It's we are just, all really really well primed you know, to right. dislike this. Fucking I still guy. give him full credit that he <laughs> continued to have sex. It didn't turn into yeah. a weird violence story. Called her she. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was very confused about that whole thing. Like <laughs> yeah. he was really accepting yeah. of it and not at the same and time. not at the same time. Cause yeah, on one, on one hand he was like, okay, well I'm I'm having sex because it's a girl, and he later even challenges somebody. Why are you calling it calling yes. her he? Like, exactly, like he got really mad about it but like, on the other hey, hand hey, that would make me gay if right. i had if i had butt sex with somebody with a with a like somebody who's male whoa, right whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know like hey, hey, hey yeah give him all the credit you know he dies horribly we don't really have to feel compassionate about right. him. right at least he has he's aware of his kinks he's fully on board yeah but at the same time he's also hitting the person in the head for trying to enjoy the sexual encounter too oh, and yes, saying yeah. bro bro <laughs> so he's also like he's like the worst ally you could have. That's true. Maybe he's really, <laughs> really into chastity. That was his <laughs> way of admitting Maybe. that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was just such, that whole dinner scene, it was, and one of the theories that I, I read about makes that the beginning of hell. And um, that the meat yeah. they're eating is actually like, Pieces of corpses that you see in right. The- so yeah, there's well, I mean, we we dive straight into this because yeah, that's that's like <sighs> right because I got a lot to talk about yeah before this and during after, this and yeah. after do we, this do we, do we, like do yeah. we, there's a million. Things. Shall we begin at the beginning then? <laughs> a very good place to start. Yeah, it's usually the best place. <laughs> Although this movie kind of almost doesn't do that because it just sort of jumps back. Oh and yeah, forth. no, I had to yeah. pause the movie multiple times watching it, Paul, and be like, no, we we went back in time now. Right, we're yeah. back to the diner. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually it's, I'm not even sure that it's necessarily. Hey, look, we'll we'll talk about no. it. So anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, it opens with a young boy caught up in the ultimate nightmare. <laughs> he is awakened to the dulcet tones of his mom having sex. Possibly with the devil. We just don't know. Right, but he doesn't seem as afraid of it as anybody else might be. He was all up on that doorknob, like, know, what's going on? Like, like, Ooh, they're fucking. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey. Look. It must oh. be Saturday. Did she, <laughs> no school tomorrow. Did she catch a chicken? Oh my god! <laughs> maybe, maybe Goat Girl is mom. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe. a good point. So, as if that's not bad enough, then his room turns red and some creepy dude in a robe grabs at him from behind the door. Uh, there's a lot of com- a lot of compression here, right? You know, there is. In a way that well, just made no sense at the time. What I love right. about it, it actually is comes to make sense. It does. First viewing never caught. Um, what's his face in the robe? Never, I always, nope, me. He, he's all through this movie. He is. He is. I didn't catch him a single time in this viewing. I was like, yep. God damn, he's in like everything. He's in everything. Everywhere. Like the cat in house. That's that John Carpenter influence. That he, uh, Ken Evernall's actually mentioned that. that he, oh, he's a big, I know. He, I love, yeah. so, oh, I have to bring it back up. The Hit movies it, yeah. that he told um, Mahmet to watch, which by the way, we should we should address this. We're talking about uh, Mehmet uh, yes. Chir- Chiralu? Baba Chir- is his yeah. name. In the, Baba yeah. is his name in the script. He, that is actually a skin condition. Yes. Yes. And he was specifically, like, cast off the street. Yeah. Right. Because Can Evernall, like, wait, looked far and wide for people with crazy skin conditions. Yeah, he's, he's like, in the short, too. He's is like, he? that oh, guy yes. looks like a garbage patch kid. Let's cast him. <laughs> really? And, and again... <laughs> According to pretty much every, according to pretty much every every account that I have ever read, he's the, the nicest fucking guy. Oh yeah, he is like the Turkish Michael Berryman. He's like so super nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. No, he was told to watch um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, mm-hmm. Apocalypse Now, and The Descent, and those nice. are the movies, the four movies that created his character. And there's a, you can get a lot of Hellraiser and The Descent in this. Oh, so like, much Hellraiser. So much. This is, this is yeah. the Turkish Hellraiser for sure. It is. For sure. 
And it was funny. Uh, yeah, like that. And I mean, he did. I think I remember reading another place where he said that one of the other movies that he he name dropped specifically only God forgives, which just made oh me yeah happy. no so can't ever know that's my favorite names, movie ever. So. The Descent, Quest for Fire, Frontiers, only and only God forgives. That's yeah. his major influences. Yeah, he even name dropped a couple of new French extreme movies that I've literally never heard of, and I'm like, you go, man. Oh yeah, and he actually um, Revin, Revin has a review of this that can't ever know like gifted him a copy and was like, please review this. Really? Yeah, you have to search for it online. It takes some uh, effort. I when will. I was yeah, trying find to out. find um, like some explanation about the plot that may lead to <laughs> right. knowledge of Turkish culture, it did not work out. Oh, no. I yeah. found that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So, sorry. Yeah, no. Cut to a nasty restaurant to which some suspicious meat in a bucket is being delivered by a creepy dude in a hooded robe. Possibly no relation. We're not sure. Yeah, all delivery men have Actually, robes, right? Right, a, yeah. Strange uh, chambermaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the meat is cut up and placed on the grill to an ominous synthesizer score as five cops sitting around talking about sports betting and the prevalence of zoophilia. Yeah. Among Turkish men. Well, that is, you said that so sweetly. Well, I was, yeah. I was like, I, I was, it's almost like they care for the goat. I was almost just going to be like, you know, or the elephant. Well, or the like, elephant. Okay, chickens. so so goat fucking is like kind of it's kind of like abrasive and maybe and like bestiality kind of carries some negative connotation. Oh, and we know this show is not abrasive. No, so like not at all. or so negative. Like, I just want to be. I just wanted to be respectful uh, of of a culture that maybe I don't understand because after all, according to this movie, seventy percent of all Turkish men lose their virginity the by military. fucking an animal in the military. Oh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, was it the military? Yeah. It was seventy percent of mil- Turkish military men lose their virginity. Um, Is military service required in Turkey though? Because then, <laughs> oh, I don't even know. That, no, because what's his face? Um, the boy Abra Adra. Uh, his name is Ad, Ad, uh, Adra. Adra Arda. Arda, Arda, Arda. Arda. Yeah. Like, I knew these are the right. <laughs> Jesus, I it's Olga from the Dark Crystal. This is so bad. Like, why is this happening? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, he, he he didn't serve, so he was the only one who was like who got taken to a brothel like proper. No, he didn't get taken to the brothel. He, he just didn't? had sex with a with a student, like one of when he was a student. Like when he was a senior, he had sex with a senior. I thought he had mentioned he actually no, got taken to. Uh, I guess when they he said it, him, they're like, "Oh, did you get to go to a brothel like a good city boy? Like, did you, did like, your did your father take you to the brothel? Yes. And he said, "No, it was like a classmate." I thought he meant like my classmates took me to the brothel. Oh, which now that I think oh. about it, makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So, yeah, no. It, well, because he didn't have a father by then; his parents had died. Oh yeah, because I'd be kind of like Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey became his surrogate. Father, uncle, yeah. godfather, sort of razor. Not really sure what that's about. I don't know either. Yeah, and that's, he had that that key in his throat just in and case. that gets yeah, just that in gets case, <laughs> right? That that's why he didn't talk. Yeah, he get that gets dropped. Yeah. A lot of like little pot plot things, like my parents died in a car crash. Drop, <laughs> really drop. And by the way, everybody who dies in this movie off screen dies in a car crash because it wasn't just his parents that died in a car crash. Um, it was his friend. Yes, his yes. His, his little his little boyhood friend. Concept. Yeah, also that's car right. Crash. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the car crash rate is in Turkey. 70%. <laughs> because every time, Just like all Turkish because, statistics. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're pulling up to a red light, you turn your head, and oh my God, there's somebody fucking a goat. Bam! <laughs> and you hit something. And that's it. To triumvirate, you know. Yeah. And then you We're go visit your friends through, you know, as a non-scary goat. As a, non-scary, as a non-scary goat. Well, right. I'm, really glad we, I'm really glad we made it clear that he's not going to be a scary ghost. <laughs> I wish there was like a 20 minute documentary that taught us about Turkey before. <laughs> I feel like 
I have a feeling that there's less there's less about this movie about the weird stuff in this movie that's endemic to anything to do with Turkey. Yeah, uh, to Turkish culture. Um, then like the earlier parts of the movie definitely feel, let's just say that it, it's right in line with everything I've secretly suspected about Turkey in the first place. Yes. Uh, particularly like the way the cops behave. Oh well, yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. there's a lot of apocalypse now in that scene. Oh yeah. I've actually never seen apocalypse now. It kind of reminds me of Reservoir Dogs a little bit. Yes. yes. The, the pop yeah. culture references. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Um, yeah. The, this is a Quentin Tarantino style. Yeah. If Quentin Tarantino liked dirt more than he liked women's feet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so That deep. is actually a really good Royal summation. Deep. <laughs> and it's too long to be the title, but it kind of should be. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's very much, this is so that I, I'm surprised there's not one Quentin Tarantino movie just thrown into his references. Yeah. Or maybe they pulled from the same references. Who knows? You know, Kent Evernall seems to like a lot of modern films. Oh, yeah. So Because all of his movies he referenced are, like, above the 2000s. That, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, again, he did mention, he name-dropped Carpenter at one point. And obviously, given how, how frequently Baba, like, turns up in this movie, or somebody wearing his robes turns up in this movie, <laughs> like, he, he, you know he's seen Halloween. Yeah, I definitely, and the score is very... It's extremely it's John 80s. Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate. I like it. It's no, yeah, really it worked good. out very well. I would not, I mean, I would have wished this was like, I in a perfect world, this was scored by Martin Scorsese and it has the full like 80 <laughs> piece orchestra just playing like oh, that would a be violin weird. solo during one of the crazy sex scenes. Just, you know, I want <laughs> oh, full on spring. Do spring from the four seasons for me. Well, well the, <laughs> the cultists, my favorite way to describe the weird creatures <laughs> later. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so the, uh, the the police officers, the five cops, say a lot of deeply shitty things. Very deeply? Deeply shitty homo, trans, and phobic and misogynist things. Yes. Um, or at least Yavuz does, and his partners don't seem inclined to shut him up. Yavuz picks a fight with a restaurant employee because, fuck it, abuse of authority is big fun in these parts. Meanwhile, Sefi, the fifth cop, who's had a headache this whole time, bolts for the men's room to have a good puke. Uh, after which point he sees a frog in the soap dish. Yeah, the frogs. Lots of frogs. Frogs. So frogs. Uh, yeah, that same bucket appears later with the frogs. Right. Yeah. And, and then so, by the side of the st- road at one point, it's just covered buckets. in frogs. And actually when he when he leans over to sort of prod the frog, hooded dude in the mirror. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I saw uh-huh. that one. Yeah. No kid. Did not catch it the first time Nope. At all. Didn't see it no. until, the, until yesterday. And it was like, oh. Yeah. I think it was because <laughs> when I watched it um, earlier – I wasn't caring as much about the subtitles. I didn't really need to read the movie again. Right. So I had more time to watch for those little things. Because the first time on the three, big screen, I was probably mostly like, must get story, must, must get story, yeah. must yes. understand anything. Exactly. <laughs> and then the second time you realize, well, oh, fuck it, it's not going to yeah, help. I'm not going to get it now. It's not going to help. <laughs> Right. There's nothing to be done about it. And this is one of those cases where I put too much into it. The frogs, I, I was the whole time I was like, these frogs are meaningful. Like, well, actually, you know, because they live in two worlds, kind of like yes, Arda does. And he's in that kind of place out of places and he's in the real world. But yeah. then I read the director was like, oh, they're just a sign of impending doom. And I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> I think you could take it that way. Because you could do better. There's a lot. Um, when we get there's a part later when we get to it, I'll mention it and talks about that. Yeah. And uh, so um, uh, there's not much more before I just came to uh, a break that I put in. Uh, it didn't matter. Um, so yeah, frog, soap dish, hooded figure in the mirror. He gazes into the mirror and completely loses his shit. That's a really good scream he gives, by the way. It is. It is. some good acting to yeah. just out of nowhere he flip just that switch. really went there. Um, the other cops leave off beating up the restaurant employee enough to go and scrape him up off the ground and leave. 
ominous shot of the table with the unpaid bill and the burning nasty meat on the grill. Which oh, is really meat. for the best because right. it was nasty. It was nasty. It if your meat is delivered, sinewy. your meat is being delivered to your restaurant by a bucket. bucket. Yeah, a monk in a bucket. And the foley when they're cutting that meat, it's like it is so they're gross. chopping snot or something. It was disgusting. It is like stirring macaroni and cheese realness. It is so bad. The, and strangely enough, this was kind of like Chekhov's meat, but it never paid off. Oh, kind of sort it, of does it, thematically, like, not clearly. No, definitely because they showed it so much. I was it like, turns up, but it clearly turns up this again. meat's gonna be people. It's yeah. soiling green meat. Well, you'd yeah. think that it would have come back at any of the 15, you know, flashbacks. They started right. growing the meat. Like, yeah. that's what I thought was missing. Like, just the constant meat. Grilling. Not enough Yes. Meat. Not yeah. enough meat. It's, it's kind of abandoned. need more meat. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I liked about this movie was the lighting. And it was really clear at that point. Uh, and, and throughout, it was clear at the, not the meat point, but at the point of. Uh, <laughs> at the meat point. Meat point. Yeah. Screaming dude at the frog's point. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of blue. There's a lot of blue in the yeah. safer areas, a lot of red, red in the yeah. not safer areas. They definitely, yeah. they jacked up that red light. Anytime yeah. They were clearly in hell. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And also, yeah. in like the restaurant also, I mean, the restaurant, like the restaurant proper kind of had fairly neutral tones. And in the parking lot outside, it's yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And the, right. well, there was, depending upon the shot, sometimes right, the restaurant sometimes got real red. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes it got real blue. Like it was kind of back and forth where right. they were with the restaurant. Well, and I felt like while they're at the restaurant, that's kind of their opportunity to abort and get out of this yeah, it's thing. It's their first chance. It's their first it's chance. Their first right. Chance to, you know, do the right thing and not beat up the poor <laughs> restaurateurs, uh, restaurateurs, tears. Um, <laughs> those are the people who build up restaurants one at a time. <laughs> Uh, so this is where you broke, basically. Yeah, I broke. I don't know. We can break whenever. I mean, this is when they get into Wayne's World in the car. They really do. They do yeah, yeah, they have a full-on party. They do. They get on the road, and Safi is driving, and now it's a musical number. It is. It's so funny. This is such... And, this is the only time in this movie that I get the distinct Arab flavor that the fact that they Turkey is a mostly Muslim nation comes from. Yeah. Because the singer on the radio is doing very um, Quranic... Singing techniques. Yeah, it's like, very Eastern style. Yeah. And also the lyrics are like super fucking creepy. Well, the lyrics were weird, yeah. <laughs> like, if I can't have you, like, I'm going to kill you. Exactly. Like, right. Like, what? It was like, you are my sunshine, but the Turkish version. Um, so at this point, obviously, we're not supposed to like anyone. I don't think oh, clearly. so. Yeah, at Maybe, this point, you're thinking, they're all dead. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to feel bad about like it. Arda because yeah. he's the quiet one, but even he's kind of a dick. Yeah, for being the quiet one, he's not stopping any of Right, he's going along. Yeah. He's, he's he definitely that. The rookie, but he's preparing to become one of them. Right. Yeah, he's he's and he's just kind of like very bashful about joining in the horrible hijinks. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, and even the chief... Um, Ramsey is very much kind of like, no, go ahead. He really does. Say horrible right. misogynistic things. It's right. fine. He's like, no, okay, fine. I want to see what you're going to do. Go beat, beat up on this kid. Right. Did at least You'll like be popular. He, he pulled the gun out of um, the guy's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just back. I, I enjoyed that. That was like, yeah. Yeah, get the gun away. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I want to kill him. And there was actually this great moment when he does that. When, when Ramsey takes away his gun and says, okay, hit him. Have fun. And Yavush like walks up and for a minute he's like, He's not hitting. No, he's not I know. I'm like, it. he's, he's going to get his shit. ass whooped. He's not hitting a damn thing. He's no. like, shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really prepared. I felt for like this. that's why the chief did it. Uh-huh. And, and that, I thought so too. And then for a minute, like, it, for a minute, that kid, like, wailed on. Yeah, him. the kid. Yeah. Like, go the kid. I really wanted to shout out to him. That was a good, Hell like, yeah. good right? strong punch. And it then was. flips right over. And yeah, he just, and then gets it's the bad. shit beat out of him. Yeah. But. Which is too bad because I really wanted to see everybody get the shit. Maybe this is like Turkish voodoo. Like, when they left, the shop owner and the kid did, like, some Turkish voodoo. With all that meat? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's how that works. I don't. 
Turkish just, food is certainly not a thing, but if it was. Turkish. And to our listeners in Turkey, That's we're sorry. That's the weirdest sorry. kind of candy I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. If you are a listener in Turkey, I don't know how you found us, but thank you. Yeah. And please tell us how we're wrong. We would love <laughs> to know because we really don't. I know we're wrong. We don't know yeah. anything. Um, so while they're driving and they're having their musical number, Yavush totally takes off his fucking shoes in the backseat. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, just super nasty. Like, really fucking really. Like, you, you don't need any more reasons to hate him. Yeah, you're that guy. He, he takes is. off his shoes he in is, the car. He is the broiest of the bros. He really he is. is. And, he then is he, and he draws a dick on the window. Mm-hmm. I did not catch that. Yes. Oh, yeah, he did. He draws did a dick he, on the window. He Why not? He's just like, of it's Yavuz, he man. That's just his thing. Uh, so they get a call for He's backup. He's the guy that draws the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Claim to fame. Yeah. So this is right when they hit the nude guy running. Yeah, they they get a call yeah. for backup in this place called. Uh, I'm not going to try it once. In it's in in, was it in shots. In, in something shot? like that. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. I forgot. No, yeah, um, it's something like in shots. They say it a couple times really yeah. reverently. Well, because they they refer to it like people in Florida would refer to Casadega, or like any place where the right. any place where there's like like don't go there. Don't man. go there. That's a witch town. Or it's basically Silent Hill. I mean, yeah, the, 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 yeah, yeah. We're yeah. kind of dancing around it. This is Silent Hill. They get a call for Silent Hill. You know, it's true, actually. There's a lot of references just in the look of how Silent Hill goes with things. Oh, yeah. And I the, didn't think the dream about that. logic, the nightmare logic thing. And I guess because they didn't do like the shifting between worlds, Silent Hill never right. would have come up for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's kind of the, that sort of notion where, like, oh, God, what's real and what's not? No, it's all fucking crazy. Well, it's not just any call, it's a 3344. Which they say over and over, but never really explain. Nope. But they're, yeah, they're no clearly idea. concerned about the 3344. Yeah, really it must are. mean like officer needs backup or yeah. something crazy. Officer smashing his head on the wall. Sex cult, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> sex cult. Sex, sex murder cult. Sex cult. He's like, yes. like <laughs> breaker one nine. We got a goat girl that needs a deep dick and yabus. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Only one man for that job. <laughs> the dick drawer. Yep. <laughs> Come on, what are we waiting for, guys? Prolific penis artist. <laughs> yeah, boo. One thing I liked, though, is they stopped because they're like, oh, who threw whatever in our car? And then they see that horde of frogs at the side of the road, and they do something people don't do in horror movies, and that's get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I was like, do. good they, job, they, man. They're like, oh, fuck this. Let's go to our job. Yeah. Right. And, and I was like, get it. And actually, yeah, that, and that's, that actually plays into the next point, because as they drive the road, as they drive, the road seems to go on forever. Safi is, like, looking for this right turn that doesn't exist, and the radio stops working. Again, they're in Silent Hill. Right. You've crossed over the signpost Pretty up much. ahead. Exactly. The Twilight Zone. So, so, like, they try to do the smart thing, but the smart thing is undoable. Excellent. Yeah, they, well they're, they're already too deep at this point. Yes, they are. Um, so, yeah, Naked Man. Oh, we already, that's where we just were, actually. Yeah. Uh, yep, Naked Man, frogs, sigils, scratch into the side of the van. Um, they set out again, and then Safi hits somebody in the middle of the road. Was it the hooded figure again? Or I, No, it was a person. It wasn't really clear. The, it's the end. I know it is at the end. It's the same person, though. I'm Okay, but I'm just like, you don't, uh, like, I remember, I mean, I know how the movie ends. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But, like, um... Like, my memory of it when I was watching it is that it was, like, hooded dude again. It was just, it like, looked, some kind so of ragged-looking dude. The only thing you see, I didn't, like, freeze frame it, mind you. Oh, but the only have. thing you really see is a bunch of hair. Yeah, obviously right. doesn't work with... And blood. Yeah. But that's really because it kind of... I wonder if I can pull it up my phone and freeze frame it. Yeah. My phone's going to die, of course, but... I mean, but that's because that's, that's an interesting question because it also... When it comes time to talk about the ending... Because so much of this movie is what you see is not necessarily what you get. 
So it's kind of interesting to think of like how much of the ending is not literally what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So I, I right, I, it's it's interesting to me. I don't know that it's interesting for the podcast. Yeah, listeners. how much it actually loops around. Yeah. yeah. And it actually kind of plays into what he was talking about with the nightmare too, which he reveals later in the movie. We're, we're getting out of out of order, but I don't care. Um, where he's like had this, he's been having this nightmare like every well, day. He since probably his kid, reveals since his it died. earlier in the story, but later in the linear in the, in the position film. of the exactly. movie. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but he's been he's been basically living in this nightmare every night. And the fact that this movie kind of like re, uh, is recursive, it kind of like loops back upon itself. Could just be okay. He's having the nightmare over again. Because you don't really know. Like, did this actually happen? Is this all in his head? Right, the fuck right. It's, well, Silent Hill. Like, the, the first game, not the shitty movie. <laughs> but then he wakes up from the nightmare, oh, like and Biff Tannen is actually the mayor of the town. It's true. <laughs> no, oh, but you do have those people that were at the campfire right there where the crash happened. The campfire is a really weird moment. I'm, I'm, I yeah. can't wait to get there. And we're, right. we're, um, we're basically there. Because um, they set well, out again, they hit almost. the figure, and they, they smash, drive. and they, they're in the drink, but then suddenly, they're oh, watching TV. I forgot, yeah. I forgot. So dream sequence. whole dream yeah. sequence there. That's right. You're right. Before the weird hand-in-the-water scene that took... Oh, the yeah. entire day to film. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a it's a hell of a I scene. I love that scene. That's, that's really beautiful. Nice scene. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it's it. really genius. But while they're sitting there, it's in whatever that place is that's they're, outside of places. Uh, I thought it was cool because uh, um, Arda lets us know that he's a little kid from the beginning. Yeah, and then the boss yes. lets him know that they both have the shinning. So that was yep. oh, yeah. The they have the <laughs> Yeah, that took me way too long to catch on. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, Want to get sued? I know, he's just, he's just like, shine, Arda, shine. Pretty much. And while this is going on, like, Hooded Dude sh- shows up in the background again. Yeah, oh, really? What, I missed that. Well, oh, that, yeah. that was that whole conversation when there, he tells him to look, but not with your eyes, kind of look what's around him. Oh, that's right. No, and I didn't then, see that. Yeah, yeah. and, and he's in face. There's just something creepy. moves to, to the left a little, and yeah. you see the hooded guy, like, yeah. s- s- um, flush with him. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually, like, the big line is, like, nobody else has ever been able to see him. So, mm-hmm. like... This is some shit that's been going on for a while. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, basically, like the dream sequence to, to end the dream sequence. Uh, yeah, they see the hooded dude. Um, sort of horrible black water starts running and dripping from everywhere, and then he is based it blood. Is it black water? We don't it... even know. Yeah, it's kind of um, like the color of the water in house. Kind it is. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of dyed red, but not really. Like, yeah. We're not going to put a lot of effort into it. And then he sort of, and then his chair just goes over. And oh my god, that's a beautiful shot. It is a really nice oh, shot because um, Arda's chair falls over backwards, and the camera stays on his head, so mm-hmm. it goes over with him. And it's—I love that I just like made this motion, like anybody yeah, in the world is going to see. I'm it. sure everybody can imagine it. Though. Yeah. It's, the, it's an incredible shot. It's really disorienting. And then he's underwater, and these giant pair of hands like reach in for him. Yeah, extremely slowly. What kind of like horrible backwater because they were in real water in Turkey. Oh, yeah. Right. With his eyes wide open. I'm like, oh, pink eye. Nasty. I'm telling you, this movie is dirty. I need to just, I want to cleanse my eyes this though. This so dirty. I want like some good eye drops. Like, oh, my God. This is but then we get so to weird. one of my favorite scenes. So uh, the frog the, people. The yeah. Fr- the what people? The frog people. Okay. The what did you They're think? They're big old bucket of frog. I thought you said the fun people and I was like, that doesn't seem very fun to me. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? That guy was a laugh riot. <laughs> Which which one? The one who ran off screaming, uh, "Fuck the police!" <laughs> Actually, that was dude. my favorite scene. I enjoyed that. No, but like the, the slightly pinheaded dude who was giggling. Yes. Oh yeah, and they're like, "Sir, please don't murder him." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> exactly." He's a little slow. It's okay. It's fine. He's right. like, "Let it go." That was such a. What I love about that scene is it totally is like the um, there is no spoon from the Matrix scene. Yeah. With yeah. That little girl like giving you the real truth and like mm-hmm. everyone being like. 
don't go. Okay. There's no reason to go. <laughs> yes. Right. I feel like, the, and, and I, I really want to read it like, if they're, so the, one of the other readings is that they all died. Yes. In the crash. Okay. And then this is them going to hell. Right. And yeah, okay. I see this scene as like people not going to hell and being like, we knew better. You can just stay here. There's right. no reason yeah. to go to that. It's not like it's going to get better, but at least you'll be here. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's all right. It's, There's plenty of frogs. We got, yeah. a fi- we got a fire. We got frogs. We got company. This yeah. guy thinks everything's funny. Yeah. So <laughs> you can tell jokes all night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll never get bored if you like being laughed at. Right. You know? There you go. Um, and then there's this girl that speaks in another language. I think it's French, but I don't it's know. It's not French. So not. I did as oh. much possible research as you can do into this because let me just tell you, this movie is not talked about enough online. No. No, um, it's really not. Yeah. So someone took the clip and sent it to their French-speaking friend who said, no, this isn't French. It sounded like it, It though. could be Latin. And no one could figure out if it was Latin. And wow. then the director has said something about it being not important and didn't reveal what language it was in and apparently it's Klingon yeah <laughs> so basically she was she was yeah. telling us what was in Marcellus Ellis Wallace's briefcase so the truth <laughs> what, this is someone on Reddit found a dub of this on YouTube okay like an official dub like yeah. I don't know why it was never released to anyone else oh in, in, into English uh, yeah a complete dub cool and in the dub they just put it in English so you oh. actually get to hear what this person is well, saying. What and it's basically, um, it basically mirrors what Baba is going to say when he appears. That it's all about no. being in two places and the merging of two groups. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like this was the warning that right now these two worlds are connected. And if you go in there, you're, you're going to get lost. Right. Like you're going to stay there. So it's, it's, you know, if you don't look at them as being dead, you almost could look at this as like, these are spirit people and they're like, no, if you just wait, right. eventually these worlds will disconnect and it doesn't matter what you do then. But if you go right now, but what I love is there is no argument. He's like, no, we have to do it for work. And she's just like, okay, if it's for work, go. Oh, I was just work, trying to tell you what was best work, for you. Right. Work, is, work is important. Yeah, yeah you, you do you, boo. Yeah, she was. Uh, whatever. And I kind of like that. that I did kind too. Of like, you know, if you're going to get divine guidance, it should be that way. It should be it like, should, yeah. you have to believe me. You don't want to believe me? Okay, bye. Cool. Chump don't want the help. Chump don't get the help. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. love the, the, I mean, they may be assholes, but they are dedicated ass policemen. Like, yeah, the car's really wrecked. They're injured. No shoes. No radio. We got to find out what that 3344 is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Nothing will stop us. It's like, nope, nope, nope. You're bleeding from the head. We're going to the 3344. No. They're, they're the goat girl's not going to impregnate herself, gentlemen. Let's get going through the trees. <laughs> right. um, yeah. We got some stone soup to make with the oh gro- goat girl. <laughs> stone soup with goat girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, the frog people direct the cops to an abandoned building, which used to be a police station back in during the Ottoman days. Just a um, dropped thing of like, what? Excuse me, what? Yeah, um, right. So the cops go to check it out. They find an abandoned police car and an empty building decorated in satanic arts and crafts style. Like um, the Blair Witch has been here. Yeah, Pretty complete much. with mobiles. I've already mentioned that, but mobiles of hair and raw meat, eggshells full of blood. Uh, and around this time, the the their guide from the Frog People basically is like, fuck the fuck police, the, yeah. fuck the police, and yeah. literally, he said, fuck the police. I, I was away. like, that's now my new favorite character. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really is. <laughs> like, that's my best moment. He's like, this place is no. 
Yeah. yeah and I, I'm not going in. Look, there's a cop car. Let's all go sit in it. So this is about when they find that the, the yeah, dude is, banging yeah. his head on the they, wall. Yeah, they follow head. a rhythmic thudding sound and discover a lone mm-hmm. policeman banging his head against the wall. What else is there to do besides yeah. go down these steps deep into the bowels of the I earth? Know. It's this exactly what the, That's what we'll do. This is the best horror movie moment of like, no, my A lot of stairs. Right. You do not go down the stairs. You ran from the frogs. Yes. Why are you doing this? Exactly. Seriously. <laughs> Stupid. And like at this point, they still like they're still like carrying on like they believe that they have some kind of like authority here. Like they they're really into that. Oh yeah, shit. they never they really give are. It up. Never. Yeah, really obviously never gives it up. Nope. To the last second, is probably still ready to, to like quote some law to them. To absolutely hilarious degrees. Yeah, right. so funny. He's, he is the best comic relief in this movie of no um, no breaks. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, Catatonic Cop points downstairs. They task Sefi with taking Catatonic Cop. For some reason in my notes, I spelled them with a K both times. <laughs> Catatonic Cop. It's I like an know. 80s cartoon. I don't know why. Also with a K, too. That's it like, comes <laughs> on after Heathcliff. Yeah. It's, um, it's, like a crust, it's like the Krusty Christmas special. It really is. <laughs> so they, they, sit, they leave him upstairs to take the cop to the car. They head downstairs to investigate. Sifi uh, discovers some naked frog people having sexy times. Oh my god! That, I described that as Sefi walks in on the strangest S and M scene I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really and drops his gun like a bitch. Yeah, like no dude getting pegged. Yeah. Dude, yeah. obviously getting pegged and other weird things. You know, I don't remember. Doesn't look like they're enjoying. People are just much. really wrapped up in plastic, like no. they're dead and just yeah. writhing. And it's very much it's a Hellraiser version of sex. Yeah, very much. Very you much. have to go like past the pain to get to it, and it's like, ooh. And this is the point where Paul was like, "So, do, do Turkish people have a problem with sex?" And I'm like, "I don't think this is a Turkish thing as much as this is a." Hellraiser thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think right. he's specifically calling back to that movie. But more since than you asked, be. yeah, they kind of do. They well, probably yeah. do. But <laughs> and then Arda walks into the like the food coffers of the dam. Yes. Oh my god. And that butcher, that yes. butcher chick. I oh. Forgot that scene entirely. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah, she's like she's, she's just butchering a body. The title card on Netflix is her. Is her. Yes. Yeah. And she's actually in the short too. The short um covers that kind of encounter. Okay. Like, except it's in a high rise, it's in a building up, oh. up not down. But it's the same kind of thing where like Arda like sees the butcher and realizes that she's like chopping up some good long pig, you know? Yeah. And shit goes south from there. Right. Arda starts firing his gun in every direction except towards people. <laughs> he really, oh He's God, like up in the bad. sky, to Suppressing the left, fire! to the right. I know. <laughs> what, and what I thought was really disarming that I completely missed was the obviously still alive person missing a leg on one leg oh, with yeah. the saran wrap around their head. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that is some creepy shit. It was. Right there. Yeah. This whole movie, like, I think the first time I watched it, I watched it like with my hand, like over my mouth, like, like this. And like the hand did not come off the jaw for like the entire last 45 minutes of the movie. I think I was trying so hard to understand it, that these little moments yeah. made no impact. I was like, this is not plot relevant. I need to figure out the plot. Oh, see, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, uh, by that I point. Had, you know, Chris snoring beside me and Bob yeah. getting up and coming back and getting up and coming back. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so by that point, I had kind of made peace with like, whatever this is, it's it's basically Silent Hill. So I'm just going to let it go. And and that's, it turns out I was right. That's actually pretty much you, where it is. You were right. I don't do that with movies. I don't give I up know. until the end. Well, and like, <laughs> I try to find right. the plot. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like, I'm in many ways less interested in the plot than I am the experience. So I just like, sure. So this is a great movie for that. Just like, yeah. shut up and watch the crazy stuff go. They're going to stir some macaroni <laughs> and they're going to like, 
lay down some plastic wrap and they're going to like tie up some hair bundles with some like bloody teeth and yeah, vague meat pounding <laughs> sounds. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Oh God. Just let it wash all over you. It's just an, and, oh, and what, an, in a filthy tide. Such a grunchy fucking. Movie. The other thing that I thought was funny at this yeah. point is I'm realizing. So in my memory, the only woman in the film, which I'm very wrong about this on yeah. multiple occasions, but in my memory, the only woman in the film was goat girl. Oh yeah. No, but it was also this butcher, the butcher yeah. girl. Yeah. The butcher is a woman. Obviously, the guy getting pegged was by a woman. And fair a number of, of the fair number of like the weird, like crazy, bloody sex dolls toward the end are also women. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of times, women seem to have more power in this world. Like you see them as having more actionable moments than you see. Like mostly, it's men who are wrapped up or getting fucked or yeah. getting chopped up. Obviously, the one-legged person was a man. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was interesting because I just forgot all these women, and they have there's there's something trying to be said. Uh, I don't know because yeah. I feel like the women. Uh, the, we're assuming that the sex is a powerful role, uh, but that that would also imply there's a choice in it. And Instead, I feel are, like they're breeders, and that's yeah. what they're there to do. And that's, I think that's exactly it. And mm. I think um, that plays into a little bit, a couple of a couple of almost dropped lines later in the movie. One of them is yeah. when Remzi is like, he's searching for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is what actually comes to pass once Goat Girl gets involved. At. Yeah. I think it is literally that, that he's just got them mindlessly breeding away. Sooner or later, someone is going to like uh, drop, the rock to tie a piece of string around or whatever. Like, I don't yeah, know. There's, there's a lot of, weird... everybody wants a rock to tie yeah, a, piece a piece of string, string around. around. I mean, yeah. such a weird, okay. Where are we? Do we met the, but- <laughs> the butcher woman just makes no sense in the very little bit of plot you can put together of like yeah. cultish breeding, making demon people. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't understand her purpose other than, to be nightmarish and horrible. Yeah, and is that fine. is that is her yeah. purpose. I think, and I think that's I think that's kind of where we're at. I mean, I it's just you, horrible imagery. Yeah. You might be able to like tie that in a little bit to perhaps the source of the suspicious bucket meat from the beginning of the movie. Yes. maybe. Yeah, um, there was some of the leg. Leg meat should be good. It's a nice, strong muscle. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, you, that's why they're grilling it. So that's why she was, she you wasn't. Don't she wasn't leave it raw. <laughs> girl wasn't pegging him. She was tenderizing him. Of oh, course, yeah. yeah, internally liver. She was creating good. liver. Liver meat, you oh, know. God. It's like it's like sort of like the opposite of uh, of pate de foie gras. Just like you like, <laughs> you like force you just pound the liver until it's flat <laughs> and then you remove it. Yeah, it's like force <laughs> force feed him anally, gross. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this, this, will be this movie is nasty. Time. I'm <laughs> really sorry. This movie is nasty as shit. It is nasty. It really is. And this is actually where it fell apart for me a little bit because it's such a good slow burn and it's this build up and it's this build up and it's like something's gonna happen. And, and then it and then it's just happen. torture porn. Yeah, you know, it's just like really and, and like crazy fake philosophy. Yeah, yes. and I was like, they could have done so much better than this. The philosophy gets real weird. We're about to get to real that. weird. Yeah. So now we have the sledgehammer guy who, died, who doesn't quite die, but gets sledgehammered. Oh yeah, uh, Apo oh, yeah. gets sledgehammered to the head, which doesn't kill him. So it's nice to know that they're not in a one hit universe. Which incidentally, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> <laughs> incidentally, Baskin means a forceful downward blow. Yes. Where I'm like, yeah, how yeah. did he which survive is, that? Which yeah. also, but it also translates to a raid, which is a little oh. less. Uh, yeah, it has like seven English equivalents. It's a little less yeah. applicable here, but in the short film, it is in the short version, it is literally a, a police raid. raid on a building, and it's very, very apparent. Okay, so that's kind of. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun factor. I always thought that um, Baba was Baskin, 
because you know the, it's a picture of his face yeah. as mm-hmm. part of the title. And then when yeah. I learned what the word meant, I was like, "Oh no, that was just a visual choice." Got it. <laughs> right. That's, that's that's after it's he went like, back to the look Zoltar at this machine. guy. Come yeah. see the movie. <laughs> after he went back to the Zoltar machine and made a second wish, oh, and that God. one was fucked up. <laughs> Um, Arda has another shining scene. He does have another shining scene with Ramsey in the restaurant. Uh, but it's not very telling. It's not that important. Well, it's kind very of, weird. It actually he is. Just pr- I promised your dad you would, I wouldn't, you wouldn't get hurt. Well, that's also the biggest exposition scene in yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, this is when we finally learned that he has been his godparent person. Right. His but spiritual guide. Yeah. yeah. Also, Whatever that means. He also explains uh, again about that they are basically at a crossroads, that they're kind of between two worlds, and that they were summoned there. By somebody who is searching for something. That's when that dropped line comes oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was no call for backup. Like, we have been summoned here specifically for what's about to go down. So he knows what's up. Okay, so okay. he's... Do you think he's like a devotee of Baba? I do not. Uh, I don't believe so. Just from his, his responses to things. Yeah, I don't either, yeah. but I just feel like no. if that's what he's saying, that's what I want to read into those words. Right. Well, the way, the way I read this is that they, they're doing this several times. They've done, like, over and over and over. And I think he's the only one who remembers doing it. And right. he keeps trying oh. to make something happen, and it keeps not happening. And then he discovered Arda also has this shining thing. So now this time's different. This time oh. something's going to happen. So I did read about that, that it was kind of like Groundhog Day-ish. Time yeah, it was a time sort of is, Yeah, it's that kind of, uh, again, that sort of goes back to that right. nightmare logic of him repeating that nightmare again and again every night. That it, This yeah. is kind of working the same way. Right, and this big discovery that Arda also has this power that I do, I've never been able to get across that threshold and get take care of this evil, but now... Things are different, yeah, and we're we going to be able to do it. That's okay. right. So I feel like I need a whole other movie to help explain. I mean, that, yeah, Lord. that's what, that's why he's not saying much either, because he's done it all before. He knows how this is going to play out. He that's doesn't exactly have much right. to say. So maybe this was. So that was maybe this is like a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. That's why he. That's why he was like, okay, Yabu's fine. I'm sick of hearing this shit. Beat up on the restaurant kid. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's why too fine, at the fine. end, this is like his perfect to day, jump ahead you know? at the end when it they really show is. the the vein in the water. That's why nobody's in it anymore because the loop gets closed. Oh, is that what they're supposed to be showing there? I don't yeah, remember there's nobody. This. Yeah, the very last scene is the van in the water, but there's nobody in it. And so the loop is closed. Uh, it's I like the Donnie Darko at the end. You know? Oh, Arda sacrificing himself? Yeah. Huh? It closes the loop, and they don't do it anymore because I they're not, not in the van. Uh, I had not really considered I never it like looked that. in the van. I just assumed that the loop was restarting. So the oh, yeah. no, yeah. Because, I mean, they did. Eventually. They're not in it anymore. It's empty. Well, yeah, but they did get out of the van eventually. Like huh. even even beforehand. But, hey, so, yeah, watch, watch it again. There's yeah, clearly no one around. It's it's deserted. The van yeah. is just in the water as if no one had ever been there. Yeah. So um so uh piggybacking off of the, the dream sequence, Arda awakens. He is chained to a column with the other three surviving cops. Uh, a super nasty, bestial, blindfolded orgy thing is going on in the <laughs> middle of the room. It's super nasty. With lots of like dirty mouths, really, oh, really nasty, and just yeah, gritty, I, oily, bloody arms like, and shit. Like I just really want, like I want to do like an alternate audio commentary, uh, just in character as the one cult member who has to clean this shit up. Oh my god! It's just like, <laughs> like fuck it. Really? Really? You're going to do that right there? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. I just... Oh, uh, yeah. No, this um, is one of those moments when <laughs> I, I don't want to know more because they all have, like, blackish, grayish right. gunk in their mouth. Oh, I yeah. I just want to be like, I don't want to get it. Mm-mm. I don't need to get Mm-mm. it. I don't want to know. I reject it. Yeah, I'm just like, obviously this is happening. I'm not going to ever be involved in this happening. Mm. 
if I am, I'm just going to be like, Ramsey be like, just kill me now. Go first. I'm first. Me. Hey. You know, like. <laughs> Go first. I'm first. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so that's happening until Sledgehammer Guy calls this meeting of the Injach Chamber of Commerce to order. Yeah, and then disappears. <laughs> right. He, and he, and he slams he, down and then he never shows up exits again. Exits the movie. He yeah. does. Exits the fucking movie. He's like the minstrel in Once Upon a Mattress. You know, <laughs> one narration scene and then he yeah. just disappears for half the Exit. Stage left even. <laughs> oh, you know what? Somewhere somewhere in that basement there was a fridge. <laughs> somewhere. That's how you get into the rafters and <laughs> laugh at everybody. <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh, God. Uh, so, creepy hooded robe guy descends a marvelously lit spiral staircase. Yeah, just the most random. Oh, before that, though, you had that person who looked like they were in Mad Max. It looked almost like a Morton Joe. Oh, uh, yes. Rich, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, the one yeah. you it said looked like, looked Richard, like O'Brien. Richard O'Brien. I can't yeah. decide if that's a woman or if that's a very effeminate man. It's which hard is, to say. Which I, is part I, of why it looks like Richard androgynous O'Brien. androgynous yeah, on purpose, yeah. And I kept, I think in my head, I originally decided it was an effeminate man. And then watching this time, I'm like, it could have been like an older woman yeah. like with yeah. strong features it could have been Turkish women can have strong features I've mm-hmm. seen pictures well but half, half his face was covered with this yeah, shroud anyway so problem. how do you know yeah. Yeah. there's no purpose to know yeah. he is the only person other than um, Baba who has an eye yes and apparently just oh, one oh that's true yeah he only, I guess he only has one yeah Maybe so. like they stabbed one and he immediately opened his heart. So where he was like, you're right. gifted, you're special. Right. <laughs> I get it, I get it. He's <laughs> like, okay, no, you just get one eye out. And he's like, okay, I'm seeing fine. Yeah. I'm seeing, I don't need, <laughs> no. I'm good. I'm really good. I see all kinds of shit. I see rainbows. I see puppies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I see blood orgies. Good, good. That's good, what good, we want. Good. Right. <laughs> mm. I see whole new patterns for fucking mobiles made of human hair and teeth. Oh. <laughs> So the creepy hooded robe guy, who is Baba, of course, uh, descends. I already said that. Uh, he sits down and then washes his hands. Um, and the reason I remember that is because he is literally the only person in this movie who is concerned about sanitation <laughs> right. in any sense whatsoever. <laughs> well, he's concerned. He's like he's washing his upstairs hands before he gets yeah. himself super bloody. Yeah, he's washing his right. He washes because his hands. He, he washes his head, and I'm like, uh, like I could just watch. After this movie, I could just watch the hand washing scene for hours and just be so content. You have to get like the the best YouTube edit of every Pontius Pilate scene oh from my a, God. a Jesus movie where they just wash their hands for like three hours. <sighs> You're just watching men wash their hands over and over and over. Yes. Like, like oh my God, thank Something is getting cleaner. It's hilarious. You know, it, yeah, that, it's true. He almost is performing um, Urdu. He's yes. Yeah, it the is. Cleaning ritual. He doesn't clean abs- his feet. Yeah, no. but yeah, but it's, he almost. It's does definitely it. ritualistic. It's definitely Very intention. Much so. And yeah, I, and I, I I thought that was interesting when you brought that up because I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of. Mm. Yeah, the only thing he doesn't do is he doesn't clean inside his ears, which of course is the most hilarious extra part you have to do. <laughs> wash your hands, wash your head, wash your feet, clean your ears, and your nose. <laughs> you have to. It's a real thing. Please keep off of the grass. Shine your <laughs> shoes. Wipe your face. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> so he does all. <laughs> so that was you just hit certain things and I just spew. Shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So he does all that cleaning just to spout some weird ass philosophy and then go dig in a napo. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I feel like there was a deleted scene. Yeah. When we first saw Apo get belly surgery. Right, because he's clearly sewn up. Like yeah, something was put in there. Like, I feel out. like. I feel like. 
I feel like they explore the possibilities of that pretty thoroughly just in, in the in the reveal. I don't know that I yeah. needed to see how he got that I, yeah, way. I don't need like the cutaway where we see the initial surgery, like the, right. the crazy. But there's no mention of it or anything. Like yeah. why is this? Ha- yeah. what? It's just, it's a very weird, like we all go with it. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But right. at the same time, it's like, why are we, why do we have to go? Like he could have just seriously shoved his hand into his uncut stomach yeah. and pulled out his intestines. Well, and then what he pulled out was black and gross. Yeah. And totally then he yeah. stretched it across the room like he was you know going to start double dutch. And then he folds <laughs> up. <laughs> Can you see him? I and that Richard O'Brien guy being like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Actually, you know what it reminds me? All the Man, little wanna... just start jumping over it, you know? <laughs> Time. And actually, they're like, "This is why we came here tonight." And they're doing that. And they're doing that. Like they're doing that weird, like little booty jump because, like, they're just like they're still because they're still like having sex and stuff. Yes. And like, <laughs> um, actually, you know what it reminded me? It reminded me of. Um, I think it was a John Carpenter movie. Did you ever see Cigarette Burns? No. Mm-mm. Okay, because that was like his Masters of Horror. Um, oh, I've always wanted to watch those. Yeah, I, I've only seen the very ending of it, and the, the ending of it actually. I don't know. The ending of it actually, it actually does. There is a scene in which. Somebody's intestine is uh, attached to a film spool, and then they start the they start the camera, and it basically just pulls his intestines out in exactly the same way that Baba pulls Apo's intestines out. Wow! And again, he's mentioning John Carpenter, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Well, the best intestine pull I've seen was in the cell where he puts it on oh, that little yeah, that little way. spiked thing, oh. and he's like, blink, 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 and he's like <laughs> giggling and shit just as he's oh, grinding that, so that intestine out of that dude. What, what I love with, with Apo's intestine is that. Um, Baba does a full-on like taffy pulling, where like pulls he, all the way out and then wraps it. And wraps, then it. wraps it. He wraps that and shit then, like a, like a good sound engineer yeah. wraps his cables. Yeah, he wraps it and then just goes. Flink, <laughs> done. I know. I and was then, like, and then really, like bitch? So from off camera, from from off camera again. That audio commentary is like, really, really, you're just gonna leave it there, motherfucker. I know. Richard, <laughs> poor, poor Richard O'Brien calls this is like. Now yeah. I have to unlock this person again and drag them out of out of camera. God. <laughs> so. Oh, you know, I'm so surprised that they didn't cut out Yavuz's tongue. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually... Uh, that, that's true. I forgot mm. about the eye poking. Oh, yeah. So I was waiting for him to cut his tongue off, cut his dick oh, off. Oh, Lord, how could you yeah. forget about the eye poke? <laughs> Jesus. I don't have an eye thing. I, oh, la, la. People being poked in the eye does not bother me. <clears> hmm. <throat> I don't know. I mean, like, I don't want someone to stab my eye, obviously, but, like, it doesn't particularly freak me out. Like, I know Ooh. it does a lot of people. Yeah. It's interesting, and again, Bob like, is an eye person. Like the he eye, those. the eye stabby scene, um, reminds me actually of the like torture scene in Only God Forgives. Yes, I see um, what you mean. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Yeah, so, it's filmed that way. Yeah, it really is. Um, which I'm down for that again. Which, yeah, and that makes sense. With when Ramsey was like, "No, just close your eyes." If he knew <laughs> what was happening, I don't. Know, I can't believe I never put that together. I read it, and I was like, "This seems dumb." I just moved mm-hmm. on from it. Even yeah. Paul got it because he was mentioning like Groundhog's Day at the end, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's nice," you know, pat yeah. him on the head, whatever. <laughs> Good job, and you had a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So yeah, we're, we're moving on to Yavu's. It's his turn. Uh, Baba goes over to him, and Richard O'Brien puts down a steppy stool. The little steppy stool. The steppy <laughs> stool. It's so cute. The there is a, runes on it. And they everything. because Baba's so tiny. They shot an insert of the steppy stool, and they used that shit. They did it again and again and again. I love. He has it. to get up to face level so he can like like get like touch foreheads with Yavuz yeah. and all of this. I wish I wish that Baba got up there and said, "I represent the lollipop guild." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Great. This would have been like the best. 
<laughs> one of the cultures should have been an Oompa Loompa. Like, this is the right. Every night, time man. somebody dies, yeah. all these weird little cultists oh come out. God. <laughs> I want the musical version of Baskin. Ba ba la ba do ba dee do. I've got a new bio goat girl for you. Um, I know we need a whole lot of new lyrics for this. We'll have to. Go oh on. yeah, no, actually that would be great. We should. I think. Okay, sure. The craft as a musical is fun, but Baskin as a musical would kick ass. I saw oh, it House the musical, like oh, we yes. can just turn every horror movie into a horrible musical. That is a lot of horrible writing. musical. Gonna We're gonna have to write a lot of horrible music. Well, but the, um, the dialogue is mostly given to us. House would obviously just be like an operetta. We'll just sing through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, Give Kung Fu a couple arias. She's special, you know. <laughs> really... So we've been teasing Goatwoman all the whole mo- the whole yeah, show, and teasing. now here she comes. Here babe. she yeah. comes. Her out. She's got that meaty goat mask. She's on really all fours. Does. She has yeah. some, some big old titties that are just yeah. yeah. everywhere. She's got like a, she's grass, got a skirt. Kind of grass skirt. She and you're like, I wonder what's going to happen now. Duh. I don't think she is. Uh, because otherwise they wouldn't have needed Yavuz to 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 right, and to it's get like down. we're gonna poke your eyes out so you can have sex with this girl. Like, how does he even get it up? It's crazy. Uh, oh, because yeah. Richard O'Brien like wax him off a little. Really? Oh, I miss that. And yeah. gives him a hit Rich- of poppers. Yes, oh. they both get a hit of poppers. Yeah, I didn't it, know that. They right. get like, and then seriously, it's like seriously just like sniff, like sniff, and like, then he reaches in and starts like jerking him off, and then puts it in. I Richard tell, O'Brien. Maybe I was just so disgusted yeah. I missed it. Yeah, that's very possible. <laughs> Richard O'Brien. Demon fluffer. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and I love it because he seriously he puts it in and then he starts humping. He grabs like, him by the back yeah, of the belt. Yeah, and makes it's like, like a forced rape. It's and so awful. Really let's go and he kind of takes it over for a little while. And he's like, oh yeah, I remember how this he is. Up. Right until he crumbles and cries. Yeah. Which, well, he actually, I think he actually does. He he he. Well, based yeah, on what happens kind of next a, with the goat woman, I think he did yeah. finish. Yeah, Vers is kind of a two See, is kind of a two pump. That's why I'm not sure when I first saw it. I decisively remember thinking that he finished. Oh, yeah. And this time, I decisively feel like he did not. And that's why Baba comes over to him and kind of gives him that little lecture, and then he the spider comes out of his mouth. Yeah. Which why? Was there a spider in his mouth? So the only thing I can figure, thinking Just about this... Just to make this, Bob really uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Okay. And yeah. Paul. Paul, big anti-spider person. Um, but there's... um. This is the weird moment, and I commented on this because I didn't notice it the last time. Um, Ramsey freaks out about the spider much more than anything else so far. Yeah. So I'm thinking... This, oh, yeah. Like, I, I was kind of, like, taking the spider almost, like, figuratively as, like, some kind of stand-in for his soul. Or... I don't know. Well, Richard O'Brien collects it and puts it into a Yeah, no, right. that's, like, yeah. Richard O'Brien's box. like, oh, shit, I don't have that one yet. And puts it in his box. <laughs> like, Gotta catch them all. Yeah, right, next to his, one, yeah. right next to his Ricky Henderson rookie card. <laughs> yes. Like, you know? Um... So that's pretty cool. I think what bothered me too about the Goldman thing was uh, clearly it was just a shock thing. Like this forced rape. These, oh, yeah. Both these people are engaged in this thing that's not. Yeah. And I don't feel like the movie needed that. It was just extra. It's very much in the same school of, you know, human centipede. Like Tom yeah. style of directing. Yes. Works. Like hmm. how can I. So when you go from like human centipede one, which. One is basically the most disgusting thing is the concept. Yes. Yeah, one and was more, played more like a comedy to it me. Did. It did. It was really funny. Well, he thought it was a comedy and he was really mad at everyone who didn't. So that's when he made two. And in two, <laughs> Good he grief. That one was crazy. a lot of extra things. I like have yet the, to see it. I mean. I saw two in a theater and at the end we all stood up and avoided eye contact with each other. <laughs> like we just watched something awful and it's didn't want to well, identify. The, the things about like Human Centipede 2 is like he has a weird... He needs pain to orgasm, so he has a lot of like 
masturbating with sandpaper, and he he, fucks, he, do? he fucks a centipede with like barbed wire around his dick. I mean, I've I've heard about these things. Yeah, and then there's the weird moment where the woman like gives birth in the car, and we have and to then, just kill the fetus, and stomps it. Yeah, which I'm like, all of that is completely extra unnecessary. Yeah, agreed. It didn't add anything. You could have had all of the same beats, even the raping of the human centipede without the barbed wire. Like they even had to cut that from most American releases because yeah. movie theaters were like, no, we're not going to have that. In our <laughs> right. like, we're not going there that we can go a lot of places, but not there. And that's, I think the same style of directing of like, I need that one more shock. I don't know if I'm on the fence of it doesn't need to be there. I, to me, again, it was, like, the most memorable thing from the movie, so I think it kind of works I think in that way that, like, it's horrible, and I'm not saying it's great, but it it definitely affected me, so I yeah. can't say it's bad. I think its appearance it's, in the movie is not random, um, because no, as they are, no, as they are going, as they're going through the, through the building before they get grabbed, there's actually a big, and it's interesting you mentioned Human Centipede, because this the figure on the wall yeah. looks almost like something out of Human Centipede, except not stupid. <laughs> Where it is actually, it is actually a sort of almost a f- like a figure drawing of Goat Girl. Yeah, I remember them oh. mentioning that. It's they in the short like- too. They have like a beat where they someone says yeah. they're like, "Oh, that's weird on the wall," and they just keep walking. Right, yeah, that's and right. in the short yeah. you get a better glimpse of it. And I forgot it's the exact that same drawing. It's is there, it? okay. and it's yeah, Goat Girl, pointy head, whole thing. Yeah, I, and I, I it's could only um, assume that she gives birth to the next Baba. Right, it was so weird because yeah. she they they led her over to that pan, and I thought, okay, she's going to give birth to a demon. This is a whole ritual. This is the whole point. And then and clunk, rock. there's a rock, yeah, and I then and then rock. Richard O'Brien is literally just like, oh, Rocky, and then like <laughs> takes it, and then like and like swaddles it up and like takes it upstairs, yeah, and then he's gone, and he movie. walks out of the movie. He, he and the Rock have left the movie. It's true. It's it's. Which is uh. sad because he was one of my favorite parts just watching him just... <laughs> right, just queen around. Yeah. I he recommend doesn't... everyone needs to go back and just watch his mannerisms. He has the best... Yeah. Whatever he or she or one they, eye yeah. thing... Yeah, whatever... Whatever they, they, you know, I'm going to give, <laughs> Richard O'Brien gets his, its own pronoun. However it wants yeah. to use that pronoun. Yeah. However Z that is fine cultist yeah. pursues their life, they are the most effeminate, wonderful thing ever. Just the little hand gestures oh, yeah. and the, the way they clutch their robe mm-hmm. in the front. I just enjoy it immensely. It was like, I did not catch any of this the first time. And I'm like, I, this is my favorite character. Come back. Right, like, right. Once, once Baba dies, yeah. in a few, in like five minutes, come back and now you just be the sashay best in, take yes. a crown, put it on your head, and be like, "Bitches, I'm sure, yeah. I've got that a I'm spider like, crown." Like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still madly in love. With, I don't know, in love. I still like my favorite. <laughs> my favorite, like for me, like this movie lives <laughs> and dies by Baba. Like that dude. No, definitely. That yeah, was, he is like the centerpiece of this whole movie. Agreed. Um, he and, he's just like in the short for like just a real brief glimpse, and in this movie, there was very clear like. Yeah, I think we're gonna need a lot more of you. And, and he's, <laughs> he just—he looks amazing, and he—he—he he, he acts amazing. Well, one of the few moments when I wish I was fluent in Turkish. Yeah, it's never come up before, but I'm hoping it might come up right. again. Yeah. Um, is I feel like he's actually a terrible actor, and I feel like mm-hmm. there is some masterful editing going on. Huh. They edited the best possible readings, but I feel like if we understood Turkish yeah. and we were listening to, if he was speaking English, basically, we would be like, oh, you're really reading this weird. Right, but since we're reading them, reading the subtitles, we're doing it in our own creepy way, and yeah. it made it creepier and than also, he could have. I think the weirdness also adds, is, yeah, it is additive. His it appearance it and hurt. the way he acts, I think he did the best he could do. 
Yeah. And I think there's some masterful editing going on hmm. because there's a couple of really obnoxious but worked really well shots of like when he's talking face on and then we cut to a weird angle oh. on his hmm. face. But if you read the text, there's no reason. There would be no artistic reason to suddenly cut to this frame, huh. but I think the actor just didn't give the best performance, and this moment made him look more sinister. So I think there was some really good editing. Could be that. And, I, I mean, the finished product is wonderful. Since I don't speak Turkish, and I can't for sure say that he's bad, Oh yeah. my assumption is that whether it was him, the editing, or a combination, it works really well. Yeah. But my hunch is that he's not a fantastic actor. Uh, I suspect he's probably mm-hmm. not, because he's not a professional actor. Yeah, like, I just assume... He- he, he he did a great job of just like, you know, chewing scenery to the camera every second he was on film and doing a lot of really good like head touching, head, hand acting. I think that's actually really because like the physical acting is really is really good from him because yeah, d- despite being the visitor of some seriously brutal shit upon damn near everybody, yeah. <laughs> he also has a lot of moments where he is like touching, laying hands on them in a very tender way. Yes, and he's um, very much... And it's really, really almost more effective than than how he swings the knife. It's true. It seems... it's it. I got the religious ramification yeah. of him much yeah. more than the first reading where I just... I don't even know if I was paying attention or if I was so <laughs> shocked by... Goat girl and intestine pulley and <laughs> eye stabbing. Like, it was all affecting me. So yeah. I didn't really remember him other than the fact that he looked like Mickey Rooney. So <laughs> when we actually, when I'm actually now, like, paying attention to him, I'm like, you're talking as if, like, you're not doing things. You're like a vessel. And he very obnoxiously references God in some way that I oh, did yeah. not catch. Where he, like, points up and they made his finger out of focus. Oh. Like, they did an interesting shot where you see... His face and Yavuz's face, mm-hmm. and he just ha- puts his hand up, and it's his left hand because where the camera is. Yeah. And he references that humans are given boundaries that cause them to seek for power, and he points straight up. Ah. And then, so it references like God gave us this continual thirst, uh, thirst for power, mm-hmm. but we can only look for it in certain ways, and then he is actually giving them right. out. A way to escape that torture. So it became really weird. And I didn't get any of that symbolism the first time. And it doesn't play into any of what the director says is going on, which is all about, you know, fighting against a misogynistic right. world. So I'm more confused yeah. knowing all of this. Like, Well, and taking all that out, though, all this intimate touching and all these words and everything, these are the first steps to becoming like this plastic wrapped sex breeding slave yeah like, that's, that's like literally he, the end result of what he's doing to yes. you right that's totally it so and obviously what he's gonna do to um adra uh-huh arda, I'm, arda. arda. I'm not sure. Olga. I'm not sure what he's going to do to arda and the reason is uh, and so i mean just I mean, move on to the next bit um is that he basically he makes for arda with his but, but first the steppy stool uh, he has to have the steppy stool, uh, and then he, the steppy stool comes back after. Right, uh, I kind of wanted him to look at the guy and be like, <clears throat> <clears throat> "Yeah, hey, hey. can you move that stool?" And and so he gets up, and then there's this little moment where he's he actually kind of gives this little speech where he's like, "Oh, wait, I think you're the one." Like the uh, like apparently like the one he's searching for. What he's searching for Arda for, I have no idea. Yeah, because that's not really. I don't even think that's part of the point. Because um, yeah, I don't feel like. Um, Yavuz was going to be the one. He was just going to be another. He was just going to be, yeah, like he was, like he was just going to get his, 
uh, he was going to get his chance to to do that. Well, I kind of take it the one is to be the next Baba because he can go into that special space. <laughs> Artie can go into that special space. So you're, you're, su- you're suggesting there's special is, space buddies. So this is like A and T B, like cycle fifteen, like yeah. America's Next Top Baba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and so, <laughs> so he like, gets up in his face. Now let me see you smile. <laughs> <laughs> So he's saying that, and then Remzi's like, "No, take me instead." And and Baba's like, "No, right. okay, cool." And he, there's this weird little monologue that basically boils down to, "Hey, Remzi, how's it going? I thought I was going to get you, but you brought the kid. So, yeah, right, two, thanks for that. Well, that's you just it. Two passengers. Oh yeah, is what he says. Which I'm guessing Yavuz was one of them. Right, because uh, he he was respected. I mean, he didn't just get his guts pulled out. He was yeah. respected enough that he was trying to indoctrinate him. Well, that's interesting. Because so, I was that is interesting. I didn't think of other. that. Yeah, it's just. A, I was taking the other passenger to be not Yavuz, but um, Remzi. No, because he's a, he but, said you then, brought yeah. to. And again, yeah. this is another dropped line that's kind of like yeah. I don't know how to spend time with it because I don't know where to, what I don't get what they're referring to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he definitely says this time you brought two passengers. Oh, I gotta go back and look for that. Because I want to this be like, time, because this time is the really interesting part. Yeah, right, especially right. As a time loop, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Because obviously, there's not two more people this time. There's, and we, you know, we lost what, um, what's his face up on the top level. He oh. never got to go down yeah. to the hell place. Safety was, yeah, yeah. They, they, they got him. Actually, I don't know what happens to him. They basically string him up upside down, and he's screaming. Who knows? What I happens. assume they just ate him. He probably, yeah, he probably is in the next bucket to go to the I restaurant. Just imagine, yeah, the sex cultists just, you know, well, eat you know, people. That's after eating and humping him. After you've been yeah. animalistically pegging some dude for like 36 hours, you got to have a nibble. Is it true? You know, they have yeah. to keep their energy up. Yeah. They have, they have more Babas to create or O'Brien's. Um, I don't know so, how this works. So Baba slits Remzi's throat and. Dream um, sequence. And dream sequence. And he wakes, Arda wakes up in the restaurant again. And this time Remzi is. Bleeding from the right. throat wound. It's on like, the floor. oh, he's going to give him some really important information. Now he just kind of wheezes and gives him a throat neck, uh, like a neck key. Yeah, yeah there's the a key. There's a which, key in his throat, which, which he referred to in the last dream, but I've never remembered the key to look back and get yeah. the reference. Supposedly, right. it's to acted like he made reference to this key before, mm-hmm. and it was just such a dropped line that no one, including the audience, right. Um, Noticed it, and then now we finally get the reference because Arda has the um, the good luck to have read the script. So right, he's aware of the reference. He know he knows yeah. it's a Horcrux. Yeah, exactly. So. Basically, yeah. So he like he reaches into Remzi's throat and takes out this little key, uh, and then Baba is in the restaurant again. And this time you get a really well. You've been getting a clear look at it this whole time. We just haven't mentioned it. He's that got he a has tattoo a, of he a, has a yeah. like a lo- a keyhole on his forehead. Yeah, which it's like a know, tattoo of a keyhole. It's, it's the Chekhov's keyhole because you knew yeah. something was going to go in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, something I mean, had to go in that hole. It's a really cool visual too. And apparently, again, give Paul all the credit in the world. He's like, oh, that was the lock on 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 Baba's back. That's the lock from the very first scene. Yeah, in the room with the boy. Like, there's a lock on his desk, and it's the exact same lock that appears on Baba's back. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch Shit, that. I didn't That's catch awesome. That and I was like, nice, was like, motherfucker. You can't even remember. Anything then you remember this lock from the first scene? Yeah, whatever. And Baba, Baba is all about the locks because he's got like locks, he's got padlocks on his chest and on his back and everywhere else. And then he's got the, the yeah, he has like the little like charm bracelet with extra locks he bought at Claire's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Claire's in hell, of course. You know, they do like anal piercing, not ear piercing. They still, they still have the piercing gun, it just happens at different places. <laughs> 
Oh god, I'm horrified now. <laughs> Obviously, there's like a whole mall system. Right. How do you how do you make this movie dirtier? They use a mark to put a little dot in your anus, give you a mirror. Do you like that placing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, god. oh god. It's like all, it's all a staff with all Richard O'Briens, just with different colored jaws. You just know? my luck. I got my anus pierced at a Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck me, right? That's the worst part of hell. They're like, oh, God, you went to hell, Mark? (laughs) (laughs) So they buy all their saran wrap for their... (laughs) Oh, my God. But what I love is you get the impression that this dream hell dimension space, you have to go to it because Baba didn't immediately appear... He, again, read the script and knew that his entrance wasn't until after the key was pulled out of the throat. Otherwise, we would have um, not been able to shove the key in his head. Right. Right. So, but it makes you you think, like, I wonder if Baba had to think about it and be like, where did you go? Oh. Oh, And then he, like, had to shift into that Yeah, that's that's how I took it. Well, I was was also just taking that that it really was just internally, like, in Arda's mind. And it was all... And Baba's always there. Like, every time that they appear in the restaurant, Baba's freaking there. Baba's there, but he's always late to the party. Yep. He's, he's, well. He, you never see uh, him first, except right. for when he's bringing the bucket with him. It's like he right. feels a disturbance in the forest, and so he's like, like, I'm going to go there. So yes. I guess the way I was going to take it is that he's he's there. He is in, he's in Arda's mind. And the, the confrontation at the end, it isn't even like he's coming to get him. He's basically. Yeah, kinda, he's kind of interested. Well, he's, right. he's actually, he's giving him. He's trying to get him on board. Is what right. he's doing. Yeah. 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 He's trying. He's to like, what some... can you do? Let me see what's going on. Yeah. yeah right. Like, like you know, are of, you the one? Like, come on, let's go. Let's let's do this. And like uh, you know, um, we were all rooting for you. Right. Um, <laughs> like you were supposed to bring balance to the forest, not destroy <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but unfortunately, Arda's not having it. He he jams no. the key into Baba's forehead. He does, and then Baba immediately just does the Christ backfall. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then suddenly, Artist Chains miraculously got freed, and he yeah. smashes his head like Gallagher. With, With the, the steppy stool. The steppy stool! Yes. yes! Which is, my God, that goes and on. And that scene, Woo. that, that is on. 100% Reffin. Like, Very, that is, like, yeah. stolen straight from a Reffin film. Actually, of just, like, really slow, bashing the head in with the blood-spurting act. I think, again, Only God Forgives. Yeah, well, because that's, I think, yeah. the film that, yeah. um, so 2015 would have been pre- Neon Demon probably for Evernall to have seen it. Yes. Uh, so Only God Forgives is probably his And also there wasn't reference. really a scene like that in Neon Demon. No, but there you um, could have pulled that kind yeah. of filming. There was actually it was a little bit there was something similar to it in Drive, but yeah, Only God Forgives definitely went all the way there. Yeah. And so it's literally and you know that the way they shot it, it's like there's basically this big spongy thing that's soaked with like yeah. was that's soaked with like cat vomit house blood. Um <laughs> And he just like bangs it with the stool and it just goes every fucking where and it looks amazing. Yeah, I just imagine there's like a PA with like a big padded thing on his chest just squirting from like a Hershey's bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Every time he hits his chest, he's like twerk, squirt, you know. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, dear God. (laughs) And then Um, all these cultists, it's not like they're upset that this happened. It's like the king is dead. Long live the king. I know, yeah. They're all wanting to touch him. And and they actually kind of reverence him. Oh, they totally do. They want to touch him. They're like, oh, you're the new guy. He is the one. And you notice that when he exits, he exits via the spiral staircase. Oh, that's right. He did. Now, I don't know if that's the only way in and out of that chamber because we don't really see them enter. I have to feel like that's because that's the, important. Yeah, well, the, the only staircase led directly to the door with the handle. Yeah, because Richard yeah. O'Brien left and and he went from he, some other door. No, Richard like, O'Brien went up the spiral staircase with Rocky. 
and moved on to oh, he did? Uh, create yeah. his own next franchise. Oh. He actually did go up the spiral staircase. Yeah. Randomly, um, but that's it's also like because of just the way that it's the way that it's lit and the way that it's shot. Like that's a special staircase. Like because that's how I mean, Baba comes down that staircase. Yeah, they, that's not they installed like, like a light, like right these, on that staircase. Like the sex nuts mutants, you know, they ain't taking that staircase. Like they they've got a it's probably they've, because they can't see. They've got a special <laughs> sex nuts mutants entrance. It's just a ramp. <laughs> they just kind of sweep them down the ramp. But, oh, you know what it is? Mutants. You know what it is? It's a water slide, like in the Goonies. <laughs> Except it's like a blood slide. Exactly. And that's right. why they're all so fucking gross. With a vomiting like cat at the top of it. Ah! <laughs> Just this special blood lube that only exists to hell. Gross. Lube. Oh, Bloob? Bloob. 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 With their extra special mandums. <laughs> <laughs> they're pre bloobed mandums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And Arda comes yeah. running out of there like All a the Muppet. All the world loves a lover. Uh, yeah, right. Arda comes running out of there like a Muppet. He's just like, ah! Flinging <laughs> his arms in the air. He's lost worst. his mind. Yeah, he, he totally took um, Carrie Elway's acting tips from the end of Saw. I oh, was yeah. just like ran into the woods. and I was actually, uh, I was thinking like Bruce Campbell in like Evil Dead 2. I could see it. Yeah. Too, yes. Very, yeah. very, very much that. Unnecessary running. <laughs> well, Unnecessary and he just, running. He just sort of staggers off into the woods and down the road and... Um, then he sees a police van driving down the road, and he's like, "Help! Ugh. Help!" Like, um, and I was like, "If he's like, the one uh, from uh, earlier, I'm going to be like pissed. Bernadette and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert." Yes. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except that this police van just like runs him the fuck over, and then drives Cut the credits, and then drives off, and then it drives off the bridge, and you realize that it's the same van. Yeah, and it's his. Wah, wah. And then it cuts to the terrible dubstep metal music. Man, that those cre- that credits music is bad. Oh, um, I mean, it's all the same. It's thing. a little weird, but I mean, the rest of the score was marvelous. Yeah, I mean, I I did not think of the score throughout the film, so I have to say that's usually a good sign of a good. And music. this yeah. and this movie comes from that school of horror movies where when you get to the credits, it has to be like, bam, smash cut the title of the movie in right. very large red print right in front of your face. Yep, like and so, I don't know if they still do that now. One of the theories don't. that I read about this movie was about uh, Zoroastrianism. Uh, and they talked about like when you die in that religion, you have to cross this bridge, which they wrecked right outside of the bridge. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and then you're taken to a house of lies, and one of the there's a person who's a savior who uh, sur- survives on spiritual food for ten years, and through the whole thing, Arda specifically doesn't eat and talks about how he hasn't eaten. One of, at one point, there's a drop line of, oh, I feel like I haven't eaten in ten years, and then. Well. Um, what is it? Uh, oh, the 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 spiritual savior was born in water, just like Arda is when the hands come in. Oh. And then uh, the 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 theory is that he has to resist the supreme evil in the house of lies, and ultimately does that with the key of truth from his protector. And like, there's this whole story that this wow. mimics from from that. So and then he has to. It beat, worked. Beat somebody to death with the steppy stool of ascension. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I might be reading yes. as much into that. Yes, that makes sense. I, what I know about Zoroastrianism is mostly about Ahura Mazda, which is their god. Mm-hmm. He's the good god. And yeah, then there's the evil god. Right, and they're very dualistic, much more than Christianity ever wanted to be. Hmm. Uh, in Zoroastrianism, God and the devil are basically complete equals. Oh, and they're always at war, and they're like at fifty forty nine, fifty one forty nine, back and forth. You know, liability. <clears throat> so they're cold miser and heat miser. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Ahura Mazda is represented by the eternal flame. If you are Zoroastrian, you have to keep a fire that can never go out. Does that mean that, like, Susanna Hoff's from the Bengals is Zoroastrian? 
No, because you can't convert. <laughs> well, shit. Zoroastrianism, <laughs> the religion bound to die because you can't convert. Yeah. You have to be born Zoroastrian. Hmm. So, I know literally nothing about it, so. Yeah. Into the movie. So, like, what yeah, ratings are you movie. guys going to give it? <laughs> <I can't>, <laughs> what else is there to say about it? Right? This? I mean, really insane. Uh, oh, how about that goat woman? Well, I mean, Brooke, you would be up first. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, for me, I thought it was a really cool experience. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was a good movie per se as, as more of an experience. And I really liked, like I said earlier, the slow burn that works up until you just get to like torture porn for no apparent reason, other than to kind of repulse people and kind of leave this, this image in your mind. So on one hand, I think it was done really well. And on the other hand, it kind of slopped up at the end. Uh, but for me, this whole movie is about atmosphere and tension and kind of the experience of it. And I like that. Uh, I guess I, I think I'm going to give it like three out of five rock babies in a pan. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Oh, yeah. That was just... Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's legit, man. That, yeah. One thing I can say about The Rock Baby is I'm so glad it was a very clean, un, right. unfluid birth of The Rock Baby. Yeah, right. it was just a rock. Everything else in this movie brought me to believe that, that was going to be a very disgusting moment. And right. Rock, and I was like, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> right. Yes. It could have just been a lump of oh, veiny nothing. flesh. Yeah, I just could not have. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm pleased. That's what I expected. Unlike last movie where I forgot my haiku, ah. I do have a haiku for this. Yay! Which is, um, so we have Baskin, Turkish Hellraiser. Damn, what was that word? What? I wrote, it, it autocorrected to scene, and it obviously was not seen. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> Sex. Ha! We'll just cut all that. And go, go ahead back. and start again. Ha! Sex. So, do you do you have a haiku for this episode? Oh my god, that's unnecessary. <laughs> so, I have a haiku for this episode. <laughs> Turkish Hellraiser: Blood, Sex, and Hedge with Keyholes. Bro, cops die horribly. Aww. Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I rating. So, this movie, much in the vein of Raw, movie I never needed to see again. And yet you suggested it. I did. I suggested it a hundred times, mostly because Bob hated it. Yeah. I actually just kept <laughs> suggesting it because I this is this is my kind of movie. It is. And yeah. I do I think it is a good movie to have seen, and I'm never going to be sad that I saw it. I mean I give it I'm gonna give it um three and a half um Richard O'Brien's out of five because my favorite character this time around. <laughs> um I just adored that cultist and i <laughs> how often are you gonna say that i just adored that cultist i know so wonderful i feel like everyone should see this movie if they can stomach it yeah if you can't stomach it then you just shouldn't be watching it that's completely yeah. okay but if you can stomach it i think everyone should see it and then they never need to see it again legit because i don't know if it needs a lot of rewatching. it's not rewarding on the second viewing it doesn't provide you with a lot of extra plot I guess that's, I mean, I can see that that's legit. I think there's, it is the kind of movie where you sort of, if you watch it the second time and you realize that it's not necessarily meant to make sense and it's just, it's just like a ride. It's, it's an experience that you go have. Well, and it sounded like you guys picked up a lot of extra imagery on the second one. Yeah, that's very true. I saw more when I wasn't as like horrified by what I was (laughs) watching. Right, right. Yeah. But I can't say like talking about it really helped me understand it better. But I think even if I had watched it a third time without talking about it, I would feel the same and be like, well, I saw some more shit. Still means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad it was filmed. You know, like, I don't know what to say about it beyond that. But I think it's a solid movie. Like, I would definitely recommend it if this is your kind of film. 
then it's your kind of film and you'll you should at least see it. Maybe not again, but that first. <laughs> so um I've already said this is my kind of movie. It's just it's like inscrutable and it doesn't make any sense and in my opinion it doesn't really have to. It's just an amazing experience like just uh, there's really really heavy atmosphere like Brooke said and it's really unpleasant and it is nasty and grimy and at the same time that is very satisfying to me to 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 get to have that in a movie and to have that that just very bewildering very that kind of nightmare fuel sort of experience for some reason I'm really comfortable with that I don't know why it is essentially the best Silent Hill movie ever made. Oh my god! Yeah. It's like I mean, it's straight like Silent Hill one, like the bloodletting and torturous horribleness and like burned flesh and <laughs> yeah, disgusting. I mean, it could really use a pyramid head though. I was say, yeah, my pyramid head showing up and the nurses. I would have yeah. went with it. it yeah, made sense. yeah. So I mean, and, and like the first Silent Hill movie, it's kind of a mashup of a bunch of different ideas mm-hmm. um, that are just sort of. I mean, actually, mashup is a really good word for it. It's just a yeah. whole lot of different ideas that don't necessarily have any sort of coherent thing to say. But they look really amazing together, and they're fucking scary as shit to me. Like, this movie frightened me just as much the second time. There's yeah. A, there's a real good sense of dread that just carries through the whole latter half of yeah, this movie. Yeah, that's real. It's super, super creepy, and I love it for that. So to that end, uh, I'm going to give it four out of five um, complimentary meal tickets to um, <laughs> the little Last Chance restaurant, <laughs> home of the bucket meat platter. <laughs> Ooh, um, a bucket meat platter. And uh, you kids, don't know where it came from. Uh, kids and frogs eat free on every third ter- Tuesday. Only so. the first kid and the first frog. Additional <laughs> children require money. And if the kid and the frog are the same, are the same thing, then you're shit out of luck. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's going to bring us to the end of another one, kids. <laughs> Pretty much. If you need to contact us, lay eggs in our brain, or stuff our tummies full of froggy goodness, you can email the show. At Bob at CandyCodedRazor.com. Hit us up on the website at CandyCodedRazor.com. Check us out on Facebook by searching for Candy Coated Razor Blades. Or check us out on Twitter at, at CandyRazorBob. If you want to get in touch with me, email me at Brooke at StreamingUnicornPodcast.com. And check out our podcast for searching for Streaming Unicorn Podcast on Facebook. Or hit us up on StreamingUnicornPodcast.com. Yeah. And actually, I listen to you guys from Google Play, so y'all, y'all getting around. Yeah. Yeah, it's- yeah, and I found you on CastBox, so you're in all kinds of different Hey, ways. hey. And if you want to contact me, you can find me on Twitter at ZanmanHorrorFan. That's X-A-N-M-A-N HorrorFan. Or email me at PodcastHorror at gmail.com. Sorry, I was holding down the cat so she wouldn't be like running around like a maniac in the middle of that. Um <laughs> doesn't matter. She's going to run around anyway. And you can find me on Facebook. Yeah, I expected a lot of things when I came out where I didn't expect you to be holding your pussy. <laughs> well, in memory <laughs> of this film. <laughs> Pouring one out for Goat Girl. <laughs> Pouring one out for Goat Girl. Goat that Girl would just, lover. That would sound like gravel hitting the floor. You have to like cook oh. up some mole sauce. Oh, that's 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 oh God. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you can <laughs> you can find you can yeah, contact me on Facebook at <clears throat> at at oh shut up Andy oh shut up Andy um, and please don't forget to like subscribe rate and review and share all of those good things you are our listeners and we love you unconditionally maybe not quite as unconditionally as Goat Girl but really close Super close. Really close. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we want more of you. And unlike Baba, we won't even make you like take out your eyes. Yep, all of our listeners get to keep as many eyes as they have. 
For a minute, you were about to say that you get to keep as many eyes as they want, and I was about to, like, raise some serious objections. <laughs> right, yeah, like, okay, sure. I'm going to take it up with the in-jotch Chamber of Commerce. I, did, I didn't want to say they can keep both of their eyes, because we could have some one-eyed listeners out there, and yeah, I good. encourage them to subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, and Richard O'Brien, <laughs> if you're out there, you know. <laughs> well, on that note, kids. Bye-bye. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of very inappropriate